What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan Morning. You can find me all over social platforms at Zan Morning. On today's episode, I'm going to be answering some listener questions that were submitted to me. I greatly appreciate everyone that listens to this show and for everyone that follows all of my content, whether it's on social media, whether it's here, YouTube, all of that stuff, greatly appreciated. If you'd like to submit some questions for future shows, feel free to send me a DM on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, whatever platform you want to use, emails out there as well. Let me know if you have questions for the show. Give me the questions, I can feature it on the show, and we'll give you a shout out in the process. We've got some great questions to tackle today that will hopefully bring some value to everybody listening. But before we get into that, just a few other reminders about how you can help support my content. Make sure to check out my YouTube channel of the same name, Wrestling With Cards, for all kinds of great video wrestling card content. And make sure you check out the Worlds Collide podcast. Myself and Tony Vela from WrestlingTradingCards.com get together to talk all things wrestling cards. And links in the show notes to Patreon, Spotify, all my social platforms, and links to buy me a coffee if you so choose. First question, at bartenders straight up on Instagram. Do you have a limit each week of what you spend on cards? The only limit I have is how much I have in the bank account that's specifically for buying and selling collectibles. I have a separate checking account that's linked up to my eBay store that and my PayPal, and I just transfer everything through there. That being said, I also have to keep money in that account to cover the overhead of inventory for my store, store fees for having that eBay store, etc., and of course, shipping costs. But in general, I never dip into my personal money to buy any collectibles. That's the one nice thing about buying, selling, flipping stuff, just being involved and having high amount of activity, whether it's a low dollar or high dollar cards, even if it's not wrestling card related as well, because then that allows me to keep reinvesting in the cards that I do want, as well as keep the supply of inventory going and just keep a snowball effect going, accumulating hopefully wealth and value within these trading cards that I do want to keep long term. At UltimateCF on Twitter, the sports card collector, what's the one thing lacking in wrestling cards for them to be popular? I think wrestling cards are currently the most popular they ever have been. I've talked about this before, how many in the mainstream, in the hobby, influencers, content creators, etc., they don't want to recognize wrestling as a legitimate sector of the hobby. Yet, they will preach about Marvel. They'll preach about soccer, F1, tennis, you name it. Not throwing shade at those type of cards or anything, just stating a fact. And once again, I'm always a big believer in collecting what you love. So if you love F1 and soccer and tennis and all that fun stuff, then by all means, go for it. And meanwhile, the wrestling card community is still thriving. But what will it take to get wrestling cards even more popular? Well, I think a few things. I think that some mainstream influencers are going to have to start talking about it more and a lot more. Gary Vee has spoke about wrestling cards several times. We've seen others talk about wrestling cards on popular platforms with names such as The Rock and Hogan from time to time as well. But when people with major platforms finally wake up to the fact that wrestling cards are legit and talk about it to their audiences on a regular basis or even just semi-regular basis, not just mentioning it in passing and disrespecting it, that's when this hobby and the sector of wrestling cards will get some serious traction. I think too often wrestling in general is seen as a lowbrow form of entertainment. I think some people are embarrassed to talk about it and admit that they like wrestling or even wrestling cards. I mean, wrestling cards really is like 
a niche of a niche when you're talking about the hobby within wrestling cards. But I can almost guarantee that most people have seen or enjoyed pro wrestling, whether it was a kid, teenager, still as an adult, or maybe their first time wrestling fans as an adult. And if they would just stop trying to be the hype bros with their backpacks full of boring PSA 10 slabs and embrace how much fun pro wrestling is and how it's timeless, I think we would see a lot more people buying wrestling cards and treating them like legitimate sports cards. At JoypadLad on Twitter, who is the biggest wrestler to not have a single card printed? First off, shout out JoypadLad on Twitter. He sends me a lot of his old sports card inventory that he does not want, and it usually helps me out greatly, so make sure to go check out his store and buy something from him if you're into video games. This is a pretty broad question because most of the stars in wrestling history have had cards made of them. We have to go down the tiers of talent, which puts us mainly into the mid-card or lower tier of wrestling stars. Again, I could be missing someone, as I'm just thinking off the top of my head here, but when this question comes to mind, who do I like that never had a card instead of who is the biggest star? So for that reason, some names that I've come up with. I would have loved to have seen the Gangstas as a tag team card. We've seen New Jack cards, but I've never seen a card with both of them on it. I think it would be really cool to have some tag team weapon relics, dual autos, or even just these really good shots of the Gangstas as a tag team. There's countless amounts of them in magazines, yet we've never seen a card of featuring both of them. Next card I would like to feature of a wrestler who I don't think ever had a card, that would be the Juicer. Yes, we're going way deep in the weeds in wrestling history here. The Juicer was Art Bar, brief run in WCW as a Beetlejuice character. One of the coolest entrance themes too. And I always liked his style. Uh, it was a very bad Beetlejuice, but there was just something about this character that I really loved. And again, the entrance theme is just killer so I would want a card of the juicer. Todd Gordon one of the figureheads that started ECW you know we want to talk about Vince McMahon cards and there's that rumored Ted Turner WCW autograph card people chasing Paul Heyman cards maybe even a little Eric Bischoff but nobody talks about Todd Gordon I don't know why I think it would be a cool card you know if it wasn't for him starting the company there would Eastern Championship Wrestling there would have been no Extreme Championship Wrestling Paul Heyman or not. I think venue cards is another cool thing. You know, a Madison Square Garden card, ECW Arena, um, the fairgrounds where TNA used to run. I think venue cards of those places, and I know there's, there are venue cards out there, but maybe just some of the ones that aren't, you know, highly publicized or like Daly's Place. Like that would be a really cool shot to put in an AEW card set. So there's that. And lastly, this is kind of probably a joke for most people, but it's so bad it's good, and that's Fantasio. If you guys remember, he was like the magician mime in the new generation era of the WWF. To my knowledge, I don't think he had a card. If he did, it was probably in a European release or a magazine card, and I'm just not thinking of it off the top of my head. So hopefully that answers your question, Joy Padlad, with a few wrestling cards that I would like to see printed. At Dom Ferrero 94 on Instagram. Japan cards, especially the few Kenny Omega has. Well, I'm not completely sure what the question is here. Possibly for me to talk about Japanese cards or maybe to discuss Japanese Kenny Omega cards. Since I don't really understand the question thoroughly, I'll try and briefly touch on both. Talking about Japanese cards, the biggest brands putting out wrestling cards is BBM. They have been doing it for years, and unlike American promotions, 
They feature wrestlers from many different promotions, as well as some MMA fighters mixed in with the base sets. As a fan of all combat sports, that's something that's really cool to me. Believe it or not, there are actually several first appearance and rookie cards of major American wrestling stars in the BBM sets in, J in Japan. Names like Rob Van Dam, Sabu, Dan Severn, Mike Awesome, Nick Gage, Eddie Guerrero, Edge and Christian. I'm sure I'm missing some others, but those are just a few that I can think of immediately. Oh, just thought of another one, June Kasai, for all you Deathmatch fans out there. There's some other wrestling card companies out there, but they're mainly like Joshi cards that I'm aware of. I don't follow the Japanese wrestling cards thoroughly, but maybe just usually those BBM cards are the ones I'm thinking of and looking at. As far as Kenny Omega goes, he has a lot of cards. The two first or rookie cards that I would look at are the 2011 BBM Legends of Champions card number 45, which also features Kota Ibushi, and then the No Number Autograph card that Kenny Omega also has in that same set. There's also a cool one from a really cool card of his that appears in a TCG called Dragonborn. I'm not familiar with it. If you guys are familiar with the Dragonborn game, you know, hit me up on social media, tag me, and let me know about this game. But it's an English game that was produced by Bushi Road, which is an anime manga company from what I could find. So I don't know if that counts as a Japanese card, but it's cool. Something to check out if you're a Kenny Omega fan. You guys know I'm always loving those oddball, obscure releases of your favorite wrestling stars. Thanks to everybody for checking out the show and everyone that submitted questions to me on today's show. Again, if you've got a question or a topic that you would like me to discuss, send me a DM on Twitter, Instagram, reach out to me on Facebook, send me an email, let me know the question you have, and I will give you a shout out and answer it to the best of my ability on the show. If this show brought you some value today, please subscribe, share this with all over social media with any friends, family members you have that are into sports cards and wrestling and wrestling cards, and leave me a review. That's one of the best ways that you can help get this show out to more listeners. Make sure to check out all the links in the show notes for other ways that you can help support my content and keep this show going. Until next time, keep collecting, keep having fun, see you later.